So, gentlemen, on the intro for this episode, uh, yes. I have purchased uh, Kit Kats all Ooh. the way from Japan. Ooh, Nippon. Um, nice. For those of you who don't know, Japan has a wide variety of flavored Kit Kats that... You're like, Japan, it's a country. Japan. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> and that we don't have because for some reason Nestle likes to deprive us of delicious delectable treats so Nestle hates yeah, us. i mean you understand like that's when people say like we're the freest country in the world it is bullshit oh yeah, yeah we don't is. we don't have peach parfait kit kats or banana caramel Kit like kats. what even mm-hmm. is what even is anything what? with america's hype it's just not there real. it's not real and it's it, it's definitely not real so we are going to <laughs> blind try these we've not had these before no, and um, well, let's start. Let's start off with the banana caramel. Okay, one here we go. I love bananas and caramel. Me too. Oh, am I supposed to drink it? <laughs> yeah, on. <laughs> oh, because they are they are slightly melted. <laughs> slightly. slightly. <laughs> Understatement of the century. This is like a turd. <laughs> mm. It makes for good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this does. We're ASMR mm. now. The crunching. Nom 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 nom. Mm. Okay, so, mm. uh, that's really banana. Like, yeah, wow, it's, it's a lot of banana. It's um, I wasn't expecting the chocolate to be like slightly dark. It's definitely do- definitely doesn't feel like a milk chocolate. No, but I feel like a real sweet milk chocolate would probably get in the way of the banana. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, can- this is my new favorite thing. Mm. <laughs> Wait till you try the peach though. Can God, we <laughs> taste the caramel though in the banana caramel? Uh, the back of the tongue, maybe a bit. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. I just love chocolate and banana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who who doesn't? It's so, such so you're a good sold combo. either way. I am. I am. Okay, I'm gonna have a drink so I can cleanse the palate. Oh, that's a oh, good idea. Yeah, that's that a great idea. <sighs> Man. As I'm the only one that drinks an actual cleansing <laughs> beverage. <laughs> you guys are. This would have been the show to video. Yeah, yeah this would have been. <laughs> this would have been the one to you do it. You guys can listen to us eat. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's get these uh, peach right. parfait. Peach parfait. Let's do it. Oh, mine's a little bit slightly more put together. Yeah, same. The last one. This, this is not chocolate. This is white chocolate? I don't know. It's, it's peach chocolate. It's not a thing. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Holy peach. Yeah, wow. Man, Japan knows how to do fruits. Uh, I love both of those. Yeah. Yeah, they're both amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I really like about the peach parfait one? What? The back end, there's like that creamy flavor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That could be because it was practically cream when we ate it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It did cream right in my mouth. Yep. So... Yeah. So... Directly in there. But, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a plus. It's a positive. Yeah. Way go, Phil. This is what you're missing. Yeah, it is yeah. what you're missing. Kit Kats. So, quick Spitfire, one out of ten? Um, okay. Just based off of only having one of each, I'm going to give the Banana Caramel uh, 7.5 out of ten. Okay. And I'm going to give the Peach Parfait a nine. Ooh. Hot damn. Out of ten. Yeah, I think, I think the Peach Parfait is awesome. All right, I'm going to give the uh, Banana Caramel... Um, a solid eight, uh, and the peach, um, a six. Oh, because nice. I think I liked the peach a lot. I think if I had like 
three of three or four three or four of them, that they would get that, that would be too much. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a good point. They are very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, this I don't is, like really sweet. No, no, no. And these, I mean, you, you definitely can't go overboard with these. I've actually had a lot of uh, the Japanese Kit Kat flavors, and these stack up pretty well. Okay, I'd okay. say that the banana caramel probably is about a six for me, and okay. the peach parfait is a solid five. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, seeing how you've had some other uh, Japanese Kit Kats, uh, what what are some of your more uh, favorite flavors? Strawberry cheesecake is a ten out of ten. I oh. saw that and I almost got it. It is so good, but I chose mm. the peach parfait over the strawberry cheesecake because I knew I wanted the banana caramel. Yeah, I kind yeah, of want to put I mean, these in the freezer. Yeah. Oh and yeah, frozen these would be so good. But mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, strawberry cheesecake is definitely a ten out of ten, and uh, they have a. Are either of you familiar with matcha? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They I have a so. they have a green tea matcha one that is surprisingly good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw I saw that as well. Yeah, I'd there. I'd put that one at about an eight. But oh. yeah, those are the two big, really good ones. Okay, cool, cool. Well, before we finish up, real quick, uh, we have a new member in the studio. Oh yes, you can't see her or hear her because she's quietly playing on the floor right now. So but, small. But my That's wife true. and I, um, over the week, we got a Great Pyrenees puppy. Her name is Cora just like the avatar and she is going to become the new thoughts from the basement podcast pup she's going to be hanging out in here doing the recordings with us so if you hear some yipping you know that's cora trying to give us her thoughts i bet she has really big opinions about a lot of current film yeah. information i bet some i bet some films give her quite pause i hate you wow <laughs> i hate everything about you wow now I'm just thinking of dog puns. Um, <laughs> oh no! Don't start that. <laughs> what? It's quite the tale. Um, <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. She does have really strong opinions about the Last Jedi. No, <laughs> no. Oh, that she Here fucking we go. loves it. She loves it. You and me are in the same camp. Then all oh, the three of us are. Oh, yeah. ATFTV production. Welcome, welcome to episode 48 of the Thoughts from the Basement podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Kiningham, and to my right, yes. it's the one and only beefy boy himself. Ooh, I'm a beefy boy. Ooh, beefy boy. Hot damn, Filet Mc- Philip Mignon. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Gordon Ramsay says it. Filet Mimark. Filet Mim- ooh, uh, ooh. ooh, sexy. What's my name? Alex. Yeah, that, that, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm gonna think of it for a second. I'm just riding this Kit Kat high. Yeah, the high of the Kit Kat. Oh, mad sugar. sugar. <laughs> Got the sugars. <laughs> <laughs> and across from him, it's the wandering wise man with the answers to the questions no one's asking. The one and only. Oh my going. There he is, returning once again, second week in a row. Yes, sir. Mike. This is fancy. We really appreciate you coming out here once oh, again. You I know do. I love hanging out with you guys. Oh, well, we love hanging out with you, Mike. Um, but on this episode, we are going, going to discuss some decent movie news. Uh, the Emmy nominations just came out. Uh, so yeah, that's, they did. That's most likely going to take up a lot of um, our time tonight. Uh, but we're also going to lightly touch on um, 
what we thought of the (laughs) the season finale (laughs) of uh, Loki, because it is been confirmed that it is the season finale and not a series finale. Greenlit season two, baby, let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Season two has been greenlit. Yeah, but all that much more later on. But for now, for now, Alex. Shit. Yeah. Do you do you want me to ask Mike instead? Yeah, ask Mike first. Hey, Mike. Oh, hi. What have you been up to, buddy? Well, besides crunching ice when I thought that I wasn't going to have to talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> jokes on you. Um, honestly, it's been like the last time I was here where I had like three things in the, in the comic shop. This time it's just, I've literally just been eating, sleeping, and breathing the comic shop. Hell yeah. It's pretty cool. It's been, I mean, we've got so much in the works right now and everything needs to get posts. Everything needs to get publication and publicity and just get it out there. Talk about it every time. And, all of that falls on my shoulders. So I've been, oh, it's been busy. I might as well be salary at this point because I don't even really work hours anymore. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. So you still liking it? Still doing a lot of I love every minute of it, man. It's so good. It's, it's great to be engaged in such an awesome, like, being in a comic shop is sweet, but being in such a fast-paced environment in the biggest comic shop in town yeah. has been so much fun. And, For you know, sure. learning at the feet of the master, Ed yeah. Sanderson, has been just a blessing and a challenge. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But all of it all of it engaging, all of it fun, man. I've learned more about comics and superheroes and the business and just everything than I ever thought I would. And I know how to turn all of it into a TikTok video. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Real quick, I know you I know we're going to plug them all at the end, but since you're talking about it right now, why don't you go ahead and plug a plug a, all the Gateway socials for us real quick. Awesome. So, if you want to get a good cross section of everything the Gateway's got going on, you want to go onto the Gateway Facebook page, just type in Gateway Comics and Toys, it'll be right there. If you want to get more more stylized stuff, you want to follow us on Instagram. That's where you're going to get the high-quality shots of the statues, the the high-quality figures. That's where the good stuff goes if you're looking to get collecting on a more uh, uh, good display piece basis. If you want to get our fun content, you want to go to TikTok. That's Gateway Toys TikTok. We do scavenger hunts and other stuff there. And <laughs> I already love having this puppy here. <laughs> I thought it was a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Kit Kat wrapper, though. No. Uh, but yeah, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the TikTok are really where you want to be when you're following Gateway. That's where you're going to get everything that we're doing, everything we've got coming up. And if you want absolutely no content whatsoever, please feel free to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> where we never post. I, d- I do follow you guys on Twitter, mm. and that is a fact. Yeah, we don't post anything there because it gets no engagements, and nobody cares about our stuff on there, and we just don't want to post it there anymore. I've, I've plugged uh, I've plugged the shop to uh, some comic creators before, though. Ooh. See, I've got a plan to get Twitter kickstarted again, which will hopefully work, because we have good stuff to show. It's just, it seems like it always gets passed over, but we just got to work the algorithm. You know how the Twitter oh, yeah. algorithm. Yeah, you know right. how it is. I, I mean, either way, I'm going to plug the hell out of whatever you post. <sighs> I really appreciate that, man. Um, Thank you. We got a lot of cool things coming that you're going to be more than happy to share. I promise you. For sure. For sure. All right. You ready now, Princess Alex? Yeah, whatever. All right. Let's Why go. That's not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> fucking royalty. Um, uh, that was probably good for anyone with the headphones. Yeah. yeah um, enjoy that one, guys. Tom Segura does it, so can I. So. <laughs> mm, yep. You're the same. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> So, I watched Loki, finished it an hour ago, uh, the new episode uh, of Loki, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, for um, sure. And other than that, 
the only thing that's new that I really watched is that that movie we watched was on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Let's, no, have, let's let's have you talk about it. No so. sudden move. No sudden move. Hot yes. damn acting class. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> no, I haven't. What's it's it on called? HBO Max. It's called yeah. No Sudden Move. It's directed yeah. by Steven Soderbergh, and it's written by Ed Solomon, who wrote uh, the Bill and Ted trilogy. Okay. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's it's a rad. great. 50s crime thriller. Yes. Nice. Really good. Twists, turns, the acting. It's got it's got Don Cheadle, uh, Benicio Del Toro, uh, Ray John Liotta. Hamm, Ray Liotta. Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Whoa. David Harborough. Yeah, David Harborough. No um, wonder you said it's an acting masterclass. Jesus Christ. Those are, the, those are the big ones. Oh, um, Bill Duke makes an appearance a little bit. Macaulay Culkin's brother. Oh, yeah, that's right. Isn't Kieran it? Culkin. Yeah. Um, it is... Shit, why can't I? Julia Fox. Julia, Julia Fox. Fox is one I, yep, yep. Uh, and From it is Uncut a fantastic, Gems. fantastic movie. Yeah, very, I'll very good. To, I'll have to check that one out for sure. It's available on HBO Max and it's out in theaters. Definitely fucking yeah. watch this movie. It's like, it's like Don, Don Cheadle's, uh, you know, been in the, been involved in like, you know, the mob and, and things like that. Uh, some shifty stuff in his life. Uh, one last job sort of thing. One of those stories, right? Um, Just want to give my five grand. Shit's gonna I go do this wrong. Last job, but then I'm out. Yes. All right. Shit's gonna go wrong. Twists and turns. Benicia del Toro is just phenomenal. Just. Oh man, is he great? Never he, seen him do anything bad. Honestly, yeah, he's so damn good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I watched that, and and that movie was fantastic. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch Space Jam two sometime this weekend. Yeah, uh, gonna, it's gonna, gonna suck butts. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna it's be gonna, real bad. It's but gonna it's, gonna, it's a bad we need to see. Do I know? I don't know that I do, but also I do. You're right. <laughs> I mean, why else are you going to watch it besides the fact you feel like you need to? I don't know. So I want to watch it so that I don't know. Sixteen-year-olds <laughs> on Twitter can be like, "LeBron's a goat. He makes space." <laughs> nah, now you can't even hold Space Jam over LeBron's head because he's got Space Jam too. <laughs> I um and be like, does I he have six it. championships? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Did he this ever play true. two sports professionally? No, he no. hasn't. Did R. Kelly do the soundtrack for this? Probably not. He's <laughs> not in the best of times right now. Yeah. <laughs> Quite but actually, the uh, opposite of that yeah. for him. I bet LeBron isn't going to share the court with Bill Murray either. Probably not. Definitely not. Probably not. Um, Get Dan Aykroyd in this picture. I've heard <laughs> that the movie Yuck. is a lot of fun when it tries to not be Ready Player One. Yeah. But from the whole trailers and everything that I've seen, I don't know when it doesn't try to be Ready Player One. So, <laughs> yeah. That, that, like the whole, every trailer, every scene in the trailer, it is just overstimulation. For I mean, me. like, it's two and a half minutes of just, like, like, like somebody was like trying to fuck a rave into your face. Yeah. Just like, I mean, just I'm sure, boom, boom, I'm sure I've mentioned boom, it before, but like, I mean, like, oh. We've got like the, the like randomly like the clockwork orange villains show up in the movie yeah. at some point, and it's like, what are we fucking doing here? Who's <laughs> gonna get that? <laughs> yeah, nobody. Is that like a thing to put in there for like for like millennials that want to watch that are only watching it because they love Space Jam One and No None on Blu-ray? <laughs> Just a that's nod why to the fact that we're old. Is that gonna be for them for me? Who uh, knows? But yeah, no, I, that's definitely on my list to watch sometime this weekend. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I, other than that, man, I have been. Um, a lot, most of my free time has been listening to a lot of podcasts, actually. Um, I have been catching up on... I just caught up. I knew, listened to the newest episode, uh, the reunion episode of Harmontown, uh, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And I've been doing a lot of work 
around the house and outside. There you go. Um, and watching. Getting a lot of handyman things in. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking for some true crime documentary. I've been in the mood for a true crime documentary. Uh, One question. Is Harmontown, was, is that Dan Harmon? Yeah. Ah, good. I I got I got to watch that sometime. I have a podcast. Listen, listen. There's a documentary. It's fantastic. Oh, a doc- Ooh. It's so Harmontown ran for eight, seven or eight years. Okay. Um, it is Jeff B. Davis from okay. who's in whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Um, and and Dan Harmon. It is a show basically about nothing. Oh. Uh, that is just if the anyone two of can them make it work, talking about things and eventually evolved into. Uh, What's what's really cool? There's a really great story, and if you ever watch the Harmontown documentary, which I totally recommend, you'll figure it out. There's a guy named Spencer Crittenden uh, who is who was a Harmontown fan and was in the audience in like for like the first few episodes, uh, and then the one day they decided they wanted to play D and D and asked if there was a dungeon master, and he was a dungeon master, and they brought him up on stage. Well, then they things clicked and flowed so well that he just became a part of the podcast. And then became the dungeon master in the podcast. And then when they stopped doing D and D, he was just there and a host of the podcast. And now, if you've ever watched Harmon Quest, I, now that I have watched, Spencer did did that. That's his. I show. was just about to ask. Okay, and so he was the DM for that. Yeah. he was so good. He is. He is, he also plays uh, Annie Edison's brother in an episode of Community. But but he's just a dude that was in the audience of Harmon Town one day. And That's they awesome. Put him up on stage. Glow up and, story. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and the 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 documentary is fantastic. It's it follows the the podcast while they're on road on the road and while Dan Harmon's trying to write new pilots and stuff in it. it. The dude's a genius, but it's got his problems. But he's a genius. Um, I have a podcast recommendation for you since you're shoot. talking about podcasts. Um, first of all, you should always recommend Thoughts from the Basement podcast to all of your friends and family. Hundred percent every time. But second of all, um, you, know podca- who, you know who podcast- listens to us? Who? Tom Hanks. Yes, he does. You can't say that he doesn't. Yeah, because that's true. If you're listening to this, prove to me that Tom Hanks doesn't listen to our podcast because that's how fucking science works now. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um, but no, there's a podcast that was put up by Wonderly, and it's okay. called uh, The Shrink Next Door. Ooh. And um, it's uh, getting ready to be an Apple TV Plus yeah, show. I've seen that with, movie. Uh, with, no, it's, it's going to be a show. A show, yeah. And it's, uh, it's going to have Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Catherine Hahn. In it, it's um, the podcast is captivating. Okay, um, I don't want to spoil it. Is so, it like a story? Yes, oh, yes, okay. it is. Um, <clears throat> it's a true story uh, of a Ooh. real life thing that actually happened between a man and his therapist. Nice, and um, just check it out. It's wild. Right, check it out. Um, other than that, though, uh, I've been playing Pokemon Snap. Ooh, nice, nice, uh, which great is, game. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. Uh, Definitely bringing back, you know, memories of the N64 <laughs> Pokemon Snap. There are some, like, quality of life things that I wish that suck in it. Um, some menu options that suck. Some getting back into things that sucks. Like, there's some stuff that takes a really long time. Oh, my God. You, you go. You go, puppy. You climb those stairs. Come on, Corey. You can handle stairs. You're the avatar. Oh, oh. those are high stairs. Uh-huh. Next oh. time, Cora. You'll, okay, not your, you'll get there, honey. It's not your fault. No, you're fine. It's not your fault. It's so um, cute. Anyway, other than that, I'm playing the Bioshock trilogy, which I've never played before. Nice. Uh, I've, I beat Bioshock 1 and 2, and I'm on Bioshock Infinite, which I am probably halfway through. Um, and it's good. Nice. You have a favorite yet, or are you going to hold out until you actually finish them all? One. 
One? Yes, my yes. man. It's yeah, one's, obviously one. One's one my is favorite. A masterpiece. Although I will tell you, I really liked two. That's because it was good. And, and and yeah, and I've heard that two was like the weak one. Two is the weakest of the three. Yeah, but and weak in the same way that like Half-Life 1 was the weak of the two. I, it was still incredible. Yeah, I really liked two. I really liked the I really like Rapture. I really like the the story of it all. I really like finding things out. I like the mystery of like listening to all the audio files and stuff that you find and right. and, and hearing more about the lore. It's like a weird time frame it's what i really like about the fallout games also yes is that it's like backstory and lore that it's like okay here's here's the 50s or 60s and the world ended right then yep and you're like all right this is dope that's that's really cool that's um Um, that's like uh when i i I mentioned it to uh brian edward hill when we interviewed him um in control have you played control mike no i have not so a lot of the story is told through the documents and things that you find in the game, and uh, things like that, and so okay. that's that's just another one of those cool ways that they like have a, they've established like world building through like other material other than just like the main game because the main game is really confusing. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you played um, Scarlet Nexus or heard of it? I actually don't think either. I, I mean, oh, I definitely okay. haven't played it, but I don't think I've even heard of it. It's a it's like an anime-style JRPG that just came out recently, oh. and I was looking into possibly playing it sometime. I didn't know if any. I can't. I haven't found it. I heard it's good, but... Well, with anything anime and JRPG-style coming out right now, I'd be worried that it might be gotcha, so keep an I eye heard, out for that. I yeah. heard the PS5 version of that game does not run very well. I've heard that the draw distance really? is very poor in it and everything like that. On the PS5? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, um, what a I guess fumble. I guess uh, I guess the studio somehow like didn't yeah. master the master it properly, or just thought it was good enough. I don't know. But yeah. from what from what uh, Colin Moriarty on Sacred Symbols was saying is that um he's playing it, he's enjoying it. Um, one of his big complaints is that he's like thirty hours into the game, and then it offered a completely new way to play the game, mm. and Whoa. it like forced you to do it for like oh, this weird. for like a boss fight. And Colin was like, I don't want to play like this. Like I, I, I want to play. I, I want to play yeah. the game the way I've been playing it for the last thirty hours. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's totally fair. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and um, he's he's he said it's good, but he he um, he he's not as high up on it as a lot of people are. But I will tell you the game that I really want to play, and it's the PS Plus uh, PS Five game of the month, Plague Tale Innocent. Mm. I've mm. heard that game is dark as shit. Lots yeah. of rats. Yeah, yeah lots and, of rats. Yep. And um. I've got it downloaded. It's uh, up next on my uh, to playlist. Nice. nice. I have been very tempted because my Target Circle gave me a thirty percent off of video games coupon, Ooh. and I was like, "Ah, oh, expires <laughs> tomorrow." I Uh-oh. get thirty percent off of one game, and I'm like, "Do I want to buy something? Do I want to buy something just because? Like, yeah. <laughs> just take advantage of the <laughs> do deal? I just want to suck it up and get Mario Golf? I don't know. But... <laughs> you do. You do want to just suck it up and get Mario Golf? That new yeah, Mario Golf do. looks so good. Dude. It's very fun. I've played it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't. It's. Did you play Tennis Aces? Yes. Okay. So you know how Tennis Aces. I really like Tennis Aces. It's really fun. I had a really good time with it. It does not have longevity. No. And no, golf is the not. same way. Yeah. But it's the kind of game that where if you're going to play it for a long period of time, you got to have friends or you're just right. not going to play. But also I could buy it and play it and it will never lose its value. But that's all I've been up to. What about you, Chris? Um, I haven't been up to a whole lot. Uh, I haven't been really. She can't hurt anything. She's just scratching at the oh, okay. really bad paneling. That's okay. That's fine then. Um, I haven't, I haven't been uh, reading a lot. Uh, we we talked about No Sudden Move, so I'm not going to talk about that. Um, 
And uh, we, I've, my wife and I finished up Loki, and we're going to talk about that in a bit. So uh, moving on, the only thing that I can really talk about that I've been watching is um, The Legend of Korra. Oh, oh yeah. lay it on us, Chris. So um, we got our dog, Korra, and uh, we didn't have a name for her yet. And um, my wife and I, we were sitting on the floor, and we were like playing with her, and she said, Korra, and she was like, I was like, how is it spelled? <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> and she goes C O R A, and I was like, I really love that name, but if we name her that, we have to spell it like the character K O R R A. Yes, and yes. my wife was like, Fine, I guess. And then, like, I texted my friend Brenton. It's the same name. It's not like a, it's a good yeah. compromise. That's the definition of a compromise, right? Yes. Her idea. You have a you have a tweak. Agreement. Boom. Boom. And um, uh, I, I texted my friend Brenton. I told him that that was going to be her name. And he was like, oh, my God, I love it. And he's the one who got me into Avatar. And I hadn't watched Legend of Korra at this point yet. Right. And so I was like, oh, I'm glad you approve. I thought you would like call me like a poser or something. And he goes, well, I mean, the name fits. That's not your fault. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, so, and so then I have since started watching Legend of Korra. I am on season one still. Uh, I'm I'm towards the end though um, of season one, I believe. Um, Lynn was just uh, kidnapped by Amon. Yep, and everything like it that comes to a huge head, bro. Yeah, I'm 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 really really digging this show. I think it's I think it's really cool. I like how she's like a late teen, almost like early adult, right? In this versus how in uh, Last Airbender, Aang was just twelve. Aang was just a baby. And um, you know, I like I like how all the characters are a little bit more mature and stuff like that. It's really it's really cool to see that it still has the same charm that the Last Airbender has. Oh yeah. But still have completely new characters, have them be in completely different situations and somehow still make it just as awesome. So that is a tip of the hat to the creators of that show because yes. um Hundred percent, and I'm really excited that they have teamed up with uh, Nickelodeon to do like a whole Last Airbender Studios yes thing because the uh, Avatar verse yes because after the deal went south with the live adaptation for Netflix and the original creators of Avatar left, they were like, we don't know what we're gonna do, and Nickelodeon was like, hey, here's suitcases full of money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just do whatever you hear you want you want your own studio here have it like <laughs> and so i'm really i'm really excited um one thing that i do hope eventually eventually we do get is i hope we do get four seasons like four different series of this so that way we can see the full avatar cycle the full avatar yes. cycle yeah that's, that's, that's what i would that's what i would really 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 like to see them do me personally, I think their best move to make that happen is going to be going backwards instead of forwards because I don't know how I feel about the ramping up of the technology as it continues forward. Because mm. it's going to get to a point where technology is going to like oh, yeah, outpace a, bending. Yeah, that's a very good point mm. because like Republic City has cars and like there's electricity, there's power plants and all kinds of stuff now versus right. like how when Aang was the Avatar, there was nothing like no. that. Absolutely, yeah. All, all the technology was just being made in like back rooms and stuff. So yeah. I think that we're going to go backwards. We might get a Kiyoshi series. That would be sweet. Oh. Um, oh. Have you read the Kiyoshi books? Yes, I I've ha- actually read all the books. I have them, but I haven't read the Kiyoshi books yet. And oh, I have, um, so I have the hardcover edition of 
the last airbender uh the promise which is like the first like compendium yeah so i need to get the other three books for that and we have all the collections at Ga- uh, gateway actually nice nice i'll definitely have to slide over there and check them out then yes sir um but yeah that's kind of i've never seen any of them oh and then catch up alex I'm like, I'm like five episodes into the last airbender airbender and i'm like it's just good <laughs> It, you need to you need to keep watching because it gets a lot better. It gets oh, incredible. No. Generation defining man. Generation. Yes, I, I agree. I agree with that statement. Um, and then last but not least, I've been playing some video games. Uh, I play. I'm playing Night in the Woods. I probably have about like 20 minutes of that left. And um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Just it was got got too tired. Yeah, I did. I did. It was fucking this. It was like shit. No. It was like 115 <laughs> in the morning, and I was like, I'm done pushing A. Like I was like, you're not gonna keep me awake. I'm just, just gonna pause on this boss pushing fight. A. Yeah, literally like standing outside of the boss room. And um, <laughs> and then I finally finished uh, Ratchet and Clank. Nice. Rift Apart. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. I highly recommend it to anybody that has a PS5. I need to borrow that. Um, you can borrow it when I'm done platinuming it. I still have like uh. I still have like uh, seven trophies to get. So freaking achievement nerd. I mean, it's it's such an easy platinum. True. The, yeah. the, I, I was I looking. I w- listen to this. I was looking up like the statistics for this uh, platinum trophy the other day. It's fifteen percent. Wow. It's for, it's for the platinum. Yeah, it's got a common like uh, earning <laughs> next to it because like it's wow. such an easy platinum. But yeah, so I've been playing that. So once I've finished uh, platinuming that, Alex will be able to tell you his thoughts on it. But for now, from the basement, (laughs) (laughs) you know what the that was so smooth. You know what the easiest platinum is though. Did you ever play that that Mayo game? I am Mayo. No, I am Mayo. No, because I at least like to actually earn. Bruh, (laughs) I played I am Mayo. I have like twelve platinum. I have like (laughs) twelve. It's just like you ever play Cookie Clicker. Yeah, it's dumber. It's dumber than that. It's not even. It's literally. You know how cookie clicker? You like click stuff and then you buy shit. Yeah, like all your cookies. Yeah, I need another Nana with forty-eight cookies. Like no, I am Mayo is just you clicking, and just clicking, and just pushing a button on a controller, and then like your Mayo like gets like apparel and some (laughs) shit. Is the platinum unlocking all of the apparel? It's it's like just yeah. Well, you get you get trophies by clicking and then the platinum is just getting all the trophies and it's it it took me like it took me like 20 minutes to get this platinum it was, it was just <laughs> easy dub easy dub i bet if you ha- i bet if you ha- you'd have had a vita you would have uh cross bought it and re-uploaded it and then re-gotten the platinum Can you do it on ps4 huh? double plat <laughs> no you can't you can't do it on ps4 now damn that'd have been cool yeah probably yeah would have given me another platinum. Yeah, it just made me feel good about I myself. Just wanna, I just want—I just want to say I have like twelve platinum trophies, and I earned every single one of them. And I so didn't. Did I. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pay a dollar for a game that gives you a free platinum hey. after twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, like you're arguing cookie. semantics at this point. He played the <laughs> game. Like, he got the plat. I like clicky games. <sighs> I, I played the shit out of Cookie Clicker for like, like I will tell you that at least for a week a year, I am wholly addicted to Cookie Clicker. I have the app. And <laughs> he has the app, Chris. Oh, it's all—it's always downloaded on his phone. It's not because like, some, you know, how sometimes iPhones will have your apps there, but they're not like downloaded. You get that little like cloud next to him, yeah. some shit. Yeah. Alex, Alex doesn't have the cloud next to Cookie Clicker. Yes, Cookie Clicker and Cookie Clear too. Ooh, Ooh cookie two cookies, two, two click. Co- yes, I'm waiting for Cookie Clicker uh, <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Tokyo trip. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really holding out for two click, two cookie, <laughs> two click, two cookie. Yeah. 
That's a better one than Too Cookie, Too Cookie. <laughs> Did you hear that uh, the next Space Jam, because they're already planning Space Jam 3, uh, the guy wants to bring in The Rock? What? Bring in Dwayne Johnson? Are you serious right now? Space Jam universe? I saw it. I saw it. It's for real. It's an eventuality. My, my original pitch for Space Jam 3 was you have the Monstars challenge um, the Earth to a gymnastics competition, and you have Simone Biles. That's a better pitch. Nice. Um, be the uh, it's a better pitch. Be the uh, main character in this one. It doesn't have to be about basketball. No, no. you could make Simone Biles be awesome because awesome, she already is. Yeah. yeah, and it ends with her doing like a flip where she jumps like and on top of Mount Everest, kicks like a monster in the face or something. Yeah, just just plow. <laughs> there you go, Warner Brothers. You're welcome. Yep. There's <laughs> a free pitch. You can make your checks out to uh, Thoughts <laughs> from the Basement. Um, we have a P.O. box. <laughs> we don't. Don't try to send we us. We don't have a P.O. box. Yeah. Oh, All right. Are we ready to do this? Let's do Let's it. Let's do some Alex, movie news. Yes. Hit us with some movie news music. Oh, my God. Uh, some movie news music? Yeah. Adam Driver evidently performs cunnilingus <laughs> while singing <laughs> while singing on Marion Cotillard in their new musical debut at Cannes. And evidently Marion Cotillard remarked it that he was quite good at it. Oh my... What the actual hell did you just say? Wait a to second, me? he actually does it? I don't I mean I don't know. Marion Cotillard commented that <laughs> that he was quite fantastic. That's not I don't really have anything. I just wanted to see your guys' reaction. It's a good thing that Adam Driver is a, plays a villain in Star Wars because Cunnilingus is not something that heroes do. <laughs> yeah, just ask DC. I don't know. <laughs> My favorite thing about that was that D that got out, and um, then the next day, just a bunch of comic artists that I followed did nothing but draw <laughs> Batman going down on Catwoman. <laughs> did you hear about this? No. Oh, you, uh, uh, okay. As uh, uh, a scene from season three of the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max, okay, got removed evidently from DC because it showed Batman going down on Catwoman. Dope. And DC was like, "You can't do that." And they were like, why not? And they were like, Batman's a hero. And their response was, <laughs> are you said that? And then their response <laughs> was, don't do that. Are you saying heroes are selfish lovers? And they go, <laughs> no, we're saying we need to sell Batman toys. And that's going to be really hard if he's eating a woman out on a TV show. <laughs> would make me want to buy more Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I would, <laughs> easily. I, oh my gosh. Why? Why? Of course. I mean, why else does his mask not cover up his mouth? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why are there horns on the head? Like, like handles. It, it, yes, exactly. Handles. Ride him like a Harley <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> only if only oh, if uh, Tim Sale's drawing him, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Adam Driver. I'm going to go down on you now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the movie is called... Nothing. If Lay I remember correctly, the movie is called Annette, and it's going to yes. be like a French-based I saw the trailer. Oh, okay. It looks nuts. It looks... Adam Driver... Is apparently a tour de force. Yeah, in this that. is this uh, is also the movie. a tongue de force. But yeah, evidently, <laughs> this is the movie that is most likely probably going to end up winning him an Oscar. Yeah, we'll I'm gonna, see. I'm going to make that call right now. I don't know, dude. He's like, dude, what do I have to do to win? Musical. An Oscar? Dude, if, you, if you perform well in a musical, you're guaranteed. 
pretty much almost every time. I don't know. We'll find out. I guess we will find out. Moving on. Ryan Gosling. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. that's a good point. That's because Emma Stone was better. Anyways, moving oh! on. John John Travolta. Shots fired. <sighs> Who else is I knew musicals? I knew I shouldn't have opened my mouth. <laughs> well, if it, if it performed well in a musical, Mary Garrett hit an Oscar. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's, gonna, call, it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm calling, calling it right now, now folks. Yep. <laughs> You're take Hot it to the take bank. of the year. Take it straight to straight to the bank. <laughs> Cash it in. That's good. You can you can make the checks out too. I don't know why you sound like that. PO box. PO box. Sixty nine. Damn it, Alex. God damn it. Moving on. Moving on. Please. Kate mm-hmm. Heron will not return to direct Loki season two. Yes. Why? I don't know. They have not said. You know what? My, you know what I think it is. I think she has been signed on to do like a movie that was, hasn't been uh, announced yet. That's what I think. That's moving on to bigger, better things. No, I, I mean she's definitely still going to be within the Marvel universe. I, yeah, I imagine. I think, well, yeah, like, but I mean a film because like um, Kari Skoglin, who was the showrunner for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, he's already been signed on to do other stuff. The showrunner um, Matt something or I can't remember his last name. Um, the showrunner for WandaVision, he's also been signed on to do other things. Yeah. So I mean the Marvel's locking these down guys down yeah. and. Good moves, all things considered. Oh, a hundred percent. Build that, uh, build that cabal. But and and Loki, Loki, I will say, uh, in the last probably two episodes of this season, uh, catapulted itself as uh, you know as being potentially the best MCU show. I I think I I I loved WandaVision. I think WandaVision was was still a little better. But I, th- I think it goes Loki, and then WandaVision is a very close second. And then, like, way at the end of the line, yeah, it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, wait, we didn't like Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, we no, did. I liked it. We I, did. I mean, you know. It just wasn't as good as the other two Marvel shows. Mm, fair enough. That, I like Ant Man and the Wasp, but, like, it wasn't like, I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It took like, me a second, but yeah. Captain yep. Marvel, well, I thought Captain Marvel was good, but I only saw it once. True. I'll never watch Falcon and Winter Soldier again. I'll go back and watch that speech scene though, like on YouTube. Oh yeah, that was really yeah. good. The it was cool. It was too long. Yeah, that was my only complaint. Is that I thought like after a few minutes of him still giving that speech, that everybody was still standing around, being like, "Okay, you can keep on telling us how wrong we are for the next <laughs> few minutes." And then I was like, "I, I right, we get it." Meanwhile, Anthony Mackie's like, "I'm gonna continue to tell y'all how you're wrong." Yeah, he's great. Are. Oh, he was. And great. then I'm gonna call Tom Holland a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep going. Um, Colin Farrell has revealed that he's only in five to six scenes of the Batman. This tells me that he is definitely not the main villain in this no. film, and Good he's a hundred percent set up for their sequel. Yes. The overarching big bad. Then I don't think he's going to be the overarching big bad. No, no, I just think I just think they're planting seeds for him to be one of the more important villains in the uh, obvious sequel that's going to come yeah, out. I mean, it's, a gotcha. it's a Batman movie. It's, it's going to get, get three a sequel, movies. Right. Like, it's going to it's going to get a trilogy. Movie, this movie could suck and they'll still give it at least a second one to oh, yeah. try to redeem itself. And this movie's going to be this movie's going to be great. Yeah, this movie's going to be oh, phenomenal. This movie might this movie might have that overhype because it's got that 2022 release. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Still got like a year yeah. of yep. standing around and being like, "This movie's gonna be fucking incredible." <laughs> and then like, and then like, if it's not, 
I don't I don't know, man. Cool. Matt Reeves is a solid fucking director. And I, he, I, I I love his writing. Um, his Planet of the Apes trilogy, the most recent one, is awesome. Um, each movie somehow was better than the previous one. You can make the argument that Dawn is the best out of those three. Have you guys? I've not, only seen the first one. Oh man, you need to see the second one at least. The second one's phenomenal. Maybe I've seen the second one. Is the second one where all the apes are like already out in the in the yeah. forest? And, yeah. And uh, um, the one of the main villain is basically the ape with the skull. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I've seen that one. Oh man, so fucking good that, that second one is. Um, I think it's. I think they're playing it very wise. I agree that this movie is not being talked about a ton. It is not everywhere. It is. They have that one trailer. Yep. They're like, here, this movie's fucking coming. Like, you'll see it when you see it. They showed and nothing about it at DC Fandom. Yeah. I think that's playing it smart because oversaturation with it. It would be could be a problem, and overhyping it could definitely be a problem. And you don't need to do that. It's Batman. You know when I think we're gonna get tired of seeing Batman trailers, like October when it's gonna be in, on like every commercial break. Oh, jeez. Like um, like my wife and I, we have a Regal Unlimited, so we go to the movies a lot. And I cannot tell you how many times, like during 2019, we would go to the movies and we'd see the same trailers, and we'd be like, I don't even want to see this movie because I'm so <laughs> fucking sick of seeing this fucking trailer. Yeah, but seeing this trailer in a the theater is gonna be. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Speaking of which, evidently Dune is getting a first look in IMAX, yes. and I'm so hyped for that. I'm so ready for Dune. The I've wife been collecting the new comic. I'm just I'm oh, all nice. about it. The wife and I already have our Suicide Squad tickets pre-ordered, so we are ready to go. I have my Suicide go. Squad ticket too. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it upstairs on HBO Max. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> That's um convenient. It is. It's gonna be very convenient. Yeah. Well, moving on, Mr. Convenient. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. will play multiple supporting roles as the main antagonist in Park Chan-wook's adaptation of The Sympathizer for A24 and HBO. These roles will include an up-and-coming Orange County congressman, a CIA agent, a film director, and more. I just and think this is neat. In the same thing. He's going to be multiple roles. Like, yeah. like, a, like a nutty professor situation? I don't, I don't know. I think... It, the, if he has like all these Norbit. various different roles, I bet he plays a different role in each episode. Okay, it's gonna be like a Tyler Perry. It'd be. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see what it does because I love. I love Robert Downey Jr. I think when he really like wants to do a role and really throws like his weight behind it, he right. can really do something awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. I mean, no, that's not, that's <laughs> no Goth- that that Gothica. was that was that was was I, that what Doolittle was. I bought a new house with all my Avengers in game money, and now I need to start making down payments. Yeah, so, yeah. This Wait, could really use a third. No, you know, it, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I I bought a fifth house. Yeah, <laughs> with the hundred million dollars I made off of like End Game and Infinity War speaking, in the same year. Speaking of <laughs> actors who made a shit ton of money, I heard about this. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're gonna say. Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon was evidently offered the lead role in yes. Avatar along with 10% of the film's total gross profits. 10%. 10%? At, That's for with reference. Jim Cameron. Matt Damon himself did an interview and said, Jim Cameron called me and offered me 10% on the ground floor of Avatar. And I said, no. It's a hundred plus million. No, I did, I did the math. I did the math. I did the math. Avatar has grossed over two point eight billion dollars. Oh, that's ten percent of that is two hundred and eighty million dollars. Matt Damon 
is the actor is the only actor to ever walk away from the that amount of money ever. Did he say why? Uh, I don't know. Obviously, because he was in the middle of filming We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, was like, the informant isn't going to make itself, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Fox mean, told me I need to be on the Adjustment Bureau set tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's like I'm going to turn away one of the one of the most prolific and impactful directors ever. of our time. <laughs> To go like what? What's that movie he made where he was small? (laughs) (laughs) Downsizing. Downsizing. Jesus. This could be the movie of the decade, and he's just gonna walk away from a payday bigger than. I mean, it's the best, highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, and it's like I mean I know it doesn't get really like super talked about when people bring up sci-fi, but it's a huge achievement in sci-fi yeah. it's a huge achievement in technical aspects and the movie film. sucks yeah but will, it's so good to watch i i don't agree i, no, I, I don't I, I i don't i do I not, do not I like avatar look at that thing all the time i'd rather watch pocahontas mm. or fern gully bada bing, bada bing. that's the thing though you guys are watching avatar wrong you need to hit the mute button it gets so much better <laughs> Yeah, visually it's right. incredible. Yeah. That's I did see it in 3D whenever it came out. That on a whole like, other D. Awesome. That's that so cool. good. It was in third D. It was in third <laughs> shifted D. to third you D. Pay extra for that. <laughs> 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 that's, and that's how I, Adam Driver's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> Here comes my third D. Wow. <laughs> I can't do a driver. I'm going to. I'm going to work. On it. Yeah, work on an Adam wait. Driver impression. Oh my! I'm to watch TikTok good. videos of people telling me how to do an Adam Driver. There impression. you go. They're there. And just uh, just a few more things wrapping this up. Uh, Matt Sheckman is set to direct the next Star Trek movie. This is going to take place amongst the Kevlin Kelvin timeline. Um. The film is reportedly in talks of bringing back the original cast led by Chris Pine. Uh, I'm so down for this. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just realized Matt Shackman it was the showrunner for WandaVision. So uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, hold on a second. If they bring back the original you said it was the Kelvin timeline? Was yeah. doesn't that predate the Enterprise? No, the Kelvin timeline is the timeline that we're currently in. Oh, sorry, mm. I was thinking sorry. I got mixed up on a ship. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> It happens at Star Trek. Did you see Tra- Star Trek Beyond? Yes. Yes. I haven't seen that one. Star Trek Beyond kicks ass. It does. Yeah. yeah. I've heard it. Who, really shit, good. who directs that? James Wan? Or no. Justin Lin? Yeah, actually, speaking of directors, I that guy, was he directed anything else? Uh, WandaVision. Oh, oh! Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, safe to say this movie's going to be in solid hands. Um, And we got, we're ending... Our movie knows on a bit of a downer here, guys. As Justin Lin, sorry, Justin Lin. That's what. I, yeah, okay. I was just looking to make sure um, you knew. So yeah, a bit of a downer as Nicolas Cage won't be playing Joe Exotic after Amazon has decided to move forward with their Tiger King project. It's such a shame because now we only have seven Tiger King projects out in the works <laughs> and not eight. People are like still jumping on this is there gonna be a season two because it's all you need all you need is a tiger king season two uh, wait isn't he in jail he is he is in jail so you would have a, thought that the he, previous president was gonna pardon him yeah, make him like really the head of like the god head of the goddamn epa or something yeah. but like he tried to get trump to pardon him 
Like he had like yeah, a whole had campaign. A, they and had stuff. like a yeah. they had like a limo sitting outside of the prison, like with like shrimp and shit in the back of it, like waiting for like the pardon to come through, and it never Why came. Wouldn't <laughs> Why wouldn't you pardon? Him? Yeah, because you know I mean? like, there's part of me that's like there's part of me that like. There's part of me that's like the dude deserves to be in jail, right? Because he did some, you know, terrible some things terrible for the animals, things. and some, you know. But then there's part of me that's just like, "Fuck it, let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> I, def- I, mean? <laughs> I definitely want to see Joe Exotic on Fox News every week. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh most definitely. Re- good old Tucker Carlson. <laughs> oh yeah, reporting live from the field. <laughs> see Joe, Joe Exotic, their new odd field reporter. Yes, <laughs> he's the White House correspondent. Get rid of that fucking Pete oh, guy. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. As a power move, CNN hires, hires uh, Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, they do. No, 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 no. They should hire that guy that fucking scammed him out of all that shit. The, uh, the dude, yeah. the dude with the flat, flat build hat. And yeah, the fucking he's in jail. He got arrested. Oh, is, oh yeah. good. Never mind then. Yeah, also, didn't dick. get a Trump pardon. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I can. Just, I'm just picturing him on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Joe Exotic. Tell I me, cannot. Tell wait. me, Mr. Exotic. <laughs> I would love to see uh, the Alex Mark Twitter rants about that. Fuck Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. What if he listens to the podcast? We well, hey, can't Tucker. prove he doesn't. Tucker Carlson, if you're listening, fuck you. Fuck you. Man. Fuck you. You're such a piece asshole. of shit. You're a shit oh, human man. being. You white supremacist. Woo. Moving on. That is true. He is. <laughs> I'm not saying he is a white supremacist. I'm just saying he has eye holes in his sheets. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. <laughs> all right, enough enough Tucker Carlson bashing. I could do that all day. I could, I could <laughs> yeah, do it here. all day. All right, and last but not least, we've got the Emmy nomination. Yeah, Alex, you've got them pulled up. I so. do. I have the Emmy nominations pulled up. So this why is don't, kind of a, why don't a you grab bag? One of these, I'm very excited. Go for. through them. Is it outstanding lead actor in a limited TV series or movie? Because that's the first one I have here. We've got Paul Bettany for WandaVision. Paul Bettany nominated WandaVision, oh. nominated for 23 Emmys. 23 Holy Emmys for WandaVision. Shit. Yeah, so let's go through that first. So first we've got the two the two big winners, or not winners, sorry, the two big winners in terms of no, most nominees, or nominations. Uh, 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 WandaVision the, and Ted Lasso, right? No. The Crown oh, has okay. 24. Oh, wow. Um, and... WandaVision's got 23. WandaVision has 23, but another show has 24, and I can't. I'm, oh, wow. Ted La- I know Ted Lasso's got 20. Ted Lasso is, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that. I hope. Uh... So why is your calendar calling? Oh, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turns out I can't. A little can't. bit of dyslexia right turns there. Turns out I can't read, guys. <laughs> oh, my. Mandalorian. That's oh, why I knew. Uh, I, I knew it was a show. It was a show that I was like, really? Uh, but yes, Mandalorian yes. was nominated for twenty four. All of them deserved Emmys. That's God, crazy. I don't you think so? Oh yeah. I think. I was, think <coughs> excuse me. I think it. Um, I think it really helped a lot with uh, the technical aspects that they did. Um, a lot of all that like projection screen stuff yep. that they'd been working on and stuff like that new technology that like a lot of these studios are going to start doing that Disney like really pioneered. I think that is really helping a lot of their like nominations because they really have pushed the medium forward yeah. with the show. Like this was the first show to do that and now like it's become like a thing where other studios are like, "Yo Disney, you want to tell us like how you did that and we'll pay you?" And yeah. Disney's like, "Pay me, please." <laughs> I mean, when everyone saw the crate dragon episode i mean just just seeing that visually was insanity yeah that was cool 
So, <clears throat> yeah, so we'll start with leading actor in a limited TV series. We have got Paul Bettany, Hugh no, Grant. No, TV series or movie. Or, or TV movie, yeah. Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't see him up at the top. That's my yeah. bad. Paul, Breaking. Crystal can't read. Nope. <laughs> Paul Bettany, Hugh Grant, uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda and Leslie Odom Jr. So that's that's pretty cool. All good picks. All good picks. Yeah. Who do we, who do do we think who do we think could potentially win? I think I think the two guys in Hamilton are going to end up split it, splitting. So I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna go to either of them. Um, I, I think really like I think Bettany win. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'd like to see Bettany win. I don't know if he will. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. The last episode of he is just. Acting his ass off in that last episode, you know, like, very true. And then the, and then the, and even even in the episode before that, you know, like uh, what is grief if not love persevering oh. and things like that. Like I don't know, man. What a line! I don't know. I think Paul Bettany. I think Paul Bettany might be the front runner. I hope so. I uh, I would love it. So I think of the two Hamilton guys, Leslie Odom Jr. could win it um, more than Lin Manuel because Aaron Burr is a bigger part and Leslie Odom's fantastic. I I think Hugh Grant's going to win it. Um, just because I haven't seen, I haven't seen what he's in, <laughs> but it just kind of strikes me as one of those things where it's just like, we'll just give it to Hugh Grant's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? like, yeah. I could potentially real quick though, uh, before we, before we do move on, I wanted to remark on the fact that, um, Marvel TV shows got a lot of love at the Emmys, yes, but Marvel did. movies do not get the same amount of love at any of the other award shows. We're seeing a shift. Are we seeing a shift, or are we maybe just thinking that you know Marvel stuff seems more receptive for the TV medium as far as like those awards go versus? I think it's more receptive to the TV because yeah, that's, you, that's, you, that's you what get I'm thinking more as well. I could say so. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that we're seeing a dry spell in Marvel movies right now. Well, yeah, that, they, that may be a part of it, but I think that are. even if we were getting the big Marvel movies like we were back in, you know, like Phase 2 was a great example. I still think that the series running concurrent with that would still show their worth for sure. Yeah. I don't... So, I, I'm in a weird place with these where, like, Infinity War got Academy Award love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, it and, got, and like... Black uh, Panther yeah. did, uh, did Endgame? No. No. See, I'm okay with that. I don't think Endgame was an award winning movie or like a like I, a I would have, I would have liked to have seen a visual uh, effects nomination yeah I would have seen because I think Thanos looks incredible oh, oh yeah in <laughs> in game acting I think I could you could I could have given it to Josh Brolin yeah 100% I mean for Infinity think, War though not for yeah, Endgame for Infinity War Brolin in Endgame I, I RDJ I think. Yeah. I think. Oh, I think. God, yeah. Downey well, was I think they were originally campaigning. I think they were originally campaigning for him to get nominated. But like, I don't know. I. Uh, I think we're getting there. I think there is. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's a weird thing. For me. There's more room to showcase your ability to act. In, in TV, in these TV yes. series, than there is in these movies that have plans. Yeah, for sure. These for big sure. action, especially something like Endgame. Oh, real you know quick. What I mean, I just wanted to pause. Um, speaking of Marvel movies, I miss. I don't know how I missed this. I, my wife and I went and saw Black Widow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. It's very. It's very very good. It's very action packed. Um, Florence Pugh's awesome in it. Um, nice. The Russian accents are a little grating. Sometimes mm-hmm. you did not like Russian accent, Chris. No, no, that what Mike just did was better than all of Black Widow. Oh so. no! <laughs> Damn. So, 
I mean, there's that to consider as well. But I mean, it was it's a it's a solid movie. But I will just say that I wish I'd have gotten this movie four years ago when mm-hmm. I when we really wanted it. Yeah, it's my that's my biggest concern with it is that there are no stakes. There are no stakes. There are no stakes. I did not once feel worried about any of the characters. Yeah, and um, literally, I will say that the only thing Black Widow was basically made for was the end credit scene. Okay. Because the end credit scene is literally the only part of it that is phase four. Okay. Ah. Well, let's move on to leading actress in a limited series or TV. Do you want to go through all of these? Oh, just the big acting ones, the big ones. Let's just do the big, uh, big acting ones, and then like okay. the, the TV series themselves. I don't want, I don't want to do costume or anything. Like all right, that. cool. So we've got Michael Cole with "I May Destroy You," Cynthia uh, Arivo. Arivo with a "Genius," Aretha Elizabeth Olsen with "WandaVision," uh, Anya Taylor Joy, "The Queen's Gambit," and Kate Winslet with "Mayor of Easton." Ike. Kate, Kate Winslet's Kate probably going to yeah, win. Kate Winslet's yeah. definitely winning this. She's, uh, yeah. She's definitely the most decorated actress. To me, Anya Taylor-Joy should win. She's fantastic in Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Did you, was, did you watch Queen, Queen's yeah, Gambit? It's, on your recommendation. It's so good, it's isn't it? It's so good. Once you, once you get going in that, you're like, oh my God, this show. I'm glad I already got wanting to play chess out of my system like a decade ago because, man, after that, I was ready to go for Grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, it's that show. I still need to watch it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that it's show really good, is dude. a ride, and and it is so so good, so good. And she's phenomenal in that show. But yeah, I think I you just guys love, are right. Winslet's probably going to get it. I just love Anya yeah. Taylor Joy. I'm really excited for her in um, Last Night at Soho, uh, oh, Edgar yeah. Wright's new film. God, that looks really cool. That looks rad as shit. All right, so actor in a comedy series, we've got Anthony Anderson for Blackish, William H Macy for Shameless, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, uh, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, and Keenan Thompson for Keenan. This is the year of Sudeikis. Uh, this is the year of Sudeikis, I believe. But Michael Douglas, I think, has won this role the p- past few years, or won this award the past few years for The Kaminsky Method. He's definitely won it once for The Kaminsky Method, I believe. And I know William H Macy has at least won it once for Shameless. This um, is Shameless' last season. Isn't it, it is, so he might end up getting it just as like a swan song type of deal thing, a like good farewell, like, like more more so an achievement for yeah. being for being a high profile actor like him, and also being in ten seasons right. of a TV show. So yeah, I think uh, I still think I, sticking I, out hope with yes, Sudeikis. Yes, same, same, same. I fucking love Ted Lasso. I think Ted Lasso needs to win every award that it's nominated for. Yeah. But I just wanted to also remark. I think it's really cool that Keenan Thompson was nominated. It's like, I yeah. think that's so rare. Have you, seen, have you watched this show? I have not. No, Me neither. Um, but I just, I just think that's really cool as somebody who literally grew up watching Keenan Thompson when he was like fifteen on all that. Yes, and so dude. Like, um, My childhood. Yeah, like God, like uh, um, when he was like uh, the French uh bath tub oh guy. yeah <laughs> pierre pierre pierre, uh, pierre something and um uh what was uh what was his superhero's name he he was his his weakness was milk remember he was lactose intolerant mm. yeah i don't remember the name but i definitely remember the bit and then i yeah. also remember uh repair man 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 man, man. That's, that's kel that was kel oh that was that's kel. kel that was kel oh it was pierre escargot yes that's it <laughs> that's it i'm I, now that we're all now that we're so on it blatantly french yeah i gotta i gotta <laughs> I gotta look up Keenan Thompson's superhero. He's in the he's in the tub, but like is still wearing a raincoat. Yeah, yeah, so and, and playing with like a a duck and yeah. like a boat. It was just an insane part of television that show was. 
Oh, it was the best. And then, you know, you also had Keenan and Kel. Oh. Who can forget Keenan and Kel? I He's mean, been on SNL for like years. Like like 15. Oh, wow. Like that long. 15 Whoa. years. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Your internet's being shitty, and it just now loaded as I closed it out Safari. Hate it when that happens. Superhero. Uh, super dude. Super dude. <laughs> Super dude, eighteen years he's been on. Holy SNL. cow! Oh God, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we got lead actress. You know what? Hmm. <laughs> it makes me think of Rick and Morty. He's like coming back for his twenty fifth year, Bobby Morning. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> morning. Piece piece of bread or piece of toast to each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. We got Gene Smart for Hacks, Kaylee Cuoco, The Flight Attendant, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross or Blackish, uh, Aidy Bryant with Shrill, and Allison Gianni for Mom. How does Chuck Lorre continue to just make garbage and it's always nominated? I do not like. Which ones? You don't like what? I do not like Chuck Lorre shows. Chuck Lorre makes The Kaminsky Method. Chuck Lorre makes oh, yeah. Mom. Chuck Lorre did two. Oh, he, did, he makes Mom? Yeah. I adore. Allison Janney. I love Allison Janney. I love I Allison not, Janney. I do not think the show's very funny, though. Yeah, no. I haven't I mean, seen Kaminsky Method. I mean, I haven't either, but I just don't like Chuck Lorre. I mean, like, I, I don't like Big Bang. Because Big Bang sucks. Yeah. And Phil's and not here, so I can yeah. talk Big about Big Bang sucks, Phil. Big Bang sucks. It's bad, Phil. It's not. You watch Big Bang Theory? It was on the break room yeah. TV when I was in Target for like four years. Yeah, it's when I worked insulting there. to you. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, I felt abused because yeah. it was there. He's like, oh, Star Trek, uh, Star, oh. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Trek, um, um, uh, Marvel, um, DC. Here's my, here's, there my, was. here's my Green Lantern t-shirt. <laughs> oh my, large words, laughter, oh, oh, virgins. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, is that a girl over there? Yeah. Like, and then it's like, oh, was, let's let's take those four, let's take those six words and just jumble them up and do a different sentence, and make the same fucking joke <laughs> for ten seasons, and here's Emmys. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, yeah. No, you're, you, it's oh. completely valid. There was. In the entirety of the show, there was one scene that I loved, and it was the James Earl Jones cameo, where the the what's his name Sheldon he yeah. walks up and he's just like, "You like Star Wars, don't you?" He looks like he's gonna get real pissed off and everything. He's like, "You know what I like to say to Star Wars fans? I like Star Wars too." Yeah. That, I, I loved that scene, but everything else is garbage. You know what else was weird about that show? What that's uh, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons is like fifty. Yeah, yeah. Like, like isn't that weird? That's weird to me. I he mean, was like he was like forty, and like playing like it was just I don't know. It's it odd. It is weird. odd. Yeah, a little desensitized about it from all the kid actors we grew up with in Disney yeah. movies. But I mean, it's still pretty weird. I yeah. just don't like that show. It's just not funny. So, um, who do you think's got this? Um, I'm just gonna vote for uh, Gene Smart. Gene Smart. That's what I was thinking. I've heard nothing but fantastic things about Hacks. Um, Possibly Kaylee Cuoco, yeah, because I've heard great things about Flight Attendant, and the safe pick is Allison Janney. Oh, for she, sure, she's won this yeah. for Mom like a lot. Yep, she's won a lot of Emmys. Moving on, lead actor in a drama series, Sterling K. Brown on This Is Us, Jonathan Majors, Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country, nominated for like eighteen Emmys, canceled. Not, yeah, not what? getting a season two, canceled. Does Fox own it? No, HBO. HBO. Ah, um, Josh O'Connor for The Crown. Uh, Reggie Jean Pageon for Bridgerton. That's close enough. Reggie Reggie Jean Page for Bridgerton. Billy Porter for Pose, and Matthew Rice for Perry Mason. I've heard Perry Mason's awesome. Wait, what? There's Perry Mason reboot on HBO Max. Perry, yeah. Evidently, it's gritty as hell. Yeah, 
a gritty Perry Mason reboot. Yeah. yeah. I've seen every episode of the original series. Nice. Wow. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen every episode. Every, yeah. I know. I had to. My grandma loved it, and I had um, to watch it with her. <laughs> did you ever watch Columbo? Yeah. Oh, I, just one more thing. I fucking love Columbo. Yeah. Columbo. Somebody dead. has to. I, do, do you like I, will, I will not stand for Columbo slander we on this podcast. Do not slander Columbo. All right. a, I got a framed picture of Peter Falk. <laughs> Somewhere around here. <laughs> listen, listen. There's nothing wrong with it, man. But I've just been oversaturated with all those shows. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I get it. I guess. You ever seen A Team all oh, the way through? I love A Team. Thirty-seven times. Next thing, you're are you gonna bitch about Mash next? Oh my god. No, I actually okay. wanted to watch Mash, but she didn't. <laughs> oh damn. I could go on a whole show about Hogan's Heroes, though. Don't get me started. Hogan's oh, I love Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. Uh, <laughs> that is a show. I, it, I, it existed. I like Hogan's yeah. Heroes. I love Hogan's Heroes. Um, that show came out at a weird time. It yes, was. it did. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, so not aged very well. Um, no, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bet Jonathan Majors on this one. He's really he's really hot right now as far as like popularity. He's like yeah, as far as like popularity and stuff is concerned. Um, uh, I'm going with Josh O'Connor uh, because it's The Crown. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I also I got to back Alex's play there. All right, fair enough. I'm just pulling safe. I I've heard nothing but fantastic things about this. Is us. Sterling, Sterling K Brown is amazing. Um, I don't need to watch This Is Us because I've only heard like you're just gonna cry. Yeah, every second that it's on TV, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. I've I don't need to do that. I've like, come no, home. Don't do that. I've come home to see my wife crying, and I was like, What are you doing? And she's like, I'm watching This Is Us, and it's like, Oh, this this all checks out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, lead actress in a drama series. We have Uzo Ab... Son of a bitch. Try it again. Uh, <laughs> Aduba? Uzo Aduba uh, with In Treatment. Olivia Coleman for The Crown. There's your winner. Emma Corrin for The Crown. Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. MJ Rodriguez for Pose. And Journey Smollett. Smollett. It just makes you think of Dave Chappelle. The juicy Smollett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> juicy Smollett. Uh, with uh, juicy. Love, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Uh, Olivia Coleman's going to win. Um, I'm going to, uh, uh, once again, I heard, I've heard i heard nothing but fantastic things about Lovecraft Country, and I think only because it's getting one season. Who knows? Maybe the Emmys might be like, hey, let's try to give Lovecraft Country some, some awards love. here. So maybe maybe HBO can change their mind because like the showrunners and stuff are already leaking like in process, in progress scripts that they were like working on, right. to show to like try to like drum up hype to try yeah, to be strong like, arm them back into renewing yeah, it. Yeah, they're trying to pull a fucking Zack Snyder. <laughs> Every, that's what everyone's gonna do now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you cancel my show, we're gonna do. We had we're gonna this... have a fan thing and just be like, you better make this fucking shit happen right yeah. now. Like, where was all that when Firefly got canceled, man? I don't know. The internet wasn't really. As prevalent as it was then. They're going to just be like, give me season five of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, there, are there really four seasons? I don't know. I don't <laughs> there know. better not be. I don't know. Uh, outstanding reality show. Amazing Race. Nailed it. RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. I don't care. Same. Uh, variety Talk Series. Uh, I think Conan's going to win that. God, I hope, I hope Conan wins it. That would be so cool. Uh, last week tonight has won it for a, like, long, time. a long time because that shows me. And so has Tre- Trevor Noah's won it a few times too. I think uh, limited series, WandaVision, Mayor of Easton, I May Destroy You, The Underground Railroad, and The Queen's Gambit. I've heard I May Destroy You is phenomenal. 
I don't know what that is. Um, it's an HBO show, and that's all I know about it. Okay. Um, but I've heard I've heard Sold. it's I've heard it's fan <laughs> I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I selfishly, I want this to go to Wandavision. Yeah. I I really yeah. I really want somebody to finally recognize that there is great storytelling in comic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna no. happen. Uh, it's not gonna happen. It's definitely gonna probably go to the Queen's Gambit. It's gonna go to Queen's or, Gambit. Or so. Mayor of East Town, I Mayor bet. of East Town. Yeah. yeah. Mayor of East Town. Oh, yeah. That would... Queen's Gambit, the ones that deserve it. Evidently, but I really want WandaVision. I want Queen's Gambit. Evidently, Mayor of East Town might end up getting renewed for a second season. I read oh, something yeah. I read something today that uh, Kate Winslet said uh, that she really enjoyed playing the character. It's up in the air at the moment, but she said there's definitely more stories hmm. to tell for this character. So. Okay. Here's, my, here's one I'm pretty excited about. Outstanding comedy series. We've got Blackish, Emily in Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, The Kaminsky Method, Pen 15, Ted Lasso, and my surprise, Cobra Kai. <laughs> I w- All right. Please. You ready for a hot take? Please, God. You ready for a hot take? Let's hear it. Cobra Kai is one of the best shows on television. Hands down. Oh. I need to watch it. God, you need to watch this show. You yeah. will adore this show. I probably will. You will. You will I, be like this show. I adored the kicks shit out ass. of the movie when um when we all watched it. Oh yeah, but this is like this changes this is so the game much better. So hard, dude. Uh, I mean, I love I love the original Karate Kid, but this this show is just so damn entertaining. It is. Um, and heart full heart, and it's funny, and it's weirdly dramatic, and it's got amazing callbacks. I think season um, four is filming right now. Yeah, it's Good. coming out soon. And they already re- they released a teaser with a, a character in it that's in the oh my god, one of the Karate Kid Karate Kid three or something like that. But anyway, um, you ever watch Pen Fifteen? No, it's nope. a funny ass show. It's on Hulu. It's a funny ass show. Um, it doesn't look like it it's about. Funny. It doesn't look funny. It doesn't look like it's funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, it's about two the two creators of the show. Um, are like in their thirties, and they created the show. It's about them when they were in high school. Uh, the funny thing about it is that they play them in high school, but they're very clearly in their 30s, and That's everyone weird. around them is in high school. <laughs> um, oh, oh. And uh, so while, while, while you're on this weird topic, have you heard about this Celine Dion biopic? No. Okay, so I forget, I forget the name of the director, uh, but there's a Celine Dion biopic coming out that is going to be all obviously based on Celine Dion's life, and the director chose uh, it, the director who's directing this movie is playing Celine Dion mm. at all ages of her life including when she is 5 is this weird. woman is going to be 57 years old what playing a 5 year old Celine Dion in oh scenes. my god and that sentence right there sold me on the movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um wow 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 <laughs> I think uh, I think I hate Chris. <laughs> I think Ted Lasso is going to might get this. I I want Ted Lasso to win this so bad. Um, Flight attendant might. It got a lot of hype. Uh, Hacks is pretty good. Uh, I don't watch Blackish. Yeah, it just I, seems I like one that. of those sitcoms that I'm like the typical yeah. ABC family yeah, sitcom. I'm, I'm okay, um, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall. Uh, outstanding this drama. Is, this is what I'm excited for. Yes, drama series. Um, the Boys. Ooh, yeah! Wow, season wow. two was sick. 
And season three, they said they've basically got like three fourths of it done. They're almost they're almost finished wow. with season three. Uh, Bridgerton, uh, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, and Pose. I have to say, I watched Bridgerton. I do not think it was good enough to be nominated for best drama series. I think it was a a a lot of the hype. It, it is it. a hyped show that was nominated for that reason. I I just don't think that it was that good mm. i my heart come on mando wants the boys or mandalorian i would be perfectly happy with either of those but what i think it's going to end up going to is i think it's going to most likely end up going to the crown or lovecraft country or potentially handmaid's tale yeah i think I think all three of those shows that that I just mentioned have a better shot than the two that I want to win. The Crown is the safe bet. I think Handmaid's Tale is past its time. I've heard season four Um, was wild, though. um, Lovecraft Country might might be the one though. Lovecraft Country was evidently super relevant to a lot of like the racial issues and stuff like that that were brought up in 2020. So nice. All right. I mean, that's all. Of them. That's all of them. That is all of the Emmy nominees. We did it. We did it, folks. We, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate. We you. will let you know who won in a few weeks. That'll that's be a true. fun episode. It will. It will. Uh, but for now, moving on more to our main event. Okay. We're in hour twelve. We're 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 gonna be quick. We're gonna be quick. <laughs> all right. Let's talk <laughs> about it quickly. Um, Loki season two. Loki. Season one. Season one. So, so theme. let's just Loki theme. Let's just get right into this. Sorry. That was actually really good. <laughs> All right. Let's just let's just jump right into this. Um Loki and Sylvie show up at the Citadel. Yep. They see um what is what is he called? He Chris Evans. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. Mike hasn't seen this, so I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah, be that's like, that's not nice, oh, man. Come on. Multiverse. Robert Downey Jr. was still there. Michael Keaton. It was weird. It was. <laughs> um, Jeremy Renner showed up in her Hawaiian t-shirt. He, he who remains. He who remains. He who remains. And he tells. He, who he tells it, who's played by none other than Jonathan Majors. Ooh. Yes. Um. Who who was announced earlier than Seer that he would be Kang the Conqueror <sighs> in Ant Man: Quantum Mania. But nobody was expecting him to show up in this. Yeah. So I I gotta say I was kind of expecting him to show up. Yeah. Well, after after watching all the breakdowns and shit like that. Well, in in episode five when they see the Citadel at the end, I was like, oh okay. Yeah. And like because like uh, Eliath, he he him and Kang are like enemies. Like, yeah. In, yeah. In, in the comics. And I was like, all right, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, but so we we get a phenomenal performance by Jonathan Majors. I think Oh my god, he's I, amazing. He I think what was absolutely um in the words of uh the Ringer's uh rewatchables a fucking heat check of yeah. a performance. I mean, he just comes out and he's throwing gas uh, every at, single line. At a time when Hiddleston is also doing that. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I can confirm that one. Hiddleston phenomenal. Hiddleston last episode. Oh dude, Hiddleston in his last episode is amazing. Heck and, yeah. And yeah, and um, uh, he who remains tells the story, his backstory about how in the thirty first century, 
a version of him discovers that so bad. that there are three universes on yeah i'm sorry mike but you work no at a, no it's cool you I, work at a comic shop my man. boss basically already spoiled this one for me anyway <laughs> yeah so um he basically explained how he discovered that the universe was actually three universes on top of each other and then we were stacked and then he's discovered a way to trans- tra- travel through all of them and many different versions of him show up to work together on this new time travel device or timeline synchronizing yeah. device that they are working on. And meanwhile, he also says, but there are just as many of me who want who saw this power for conquering and conquering alone. He says conquering yes. in the show. So the person who's responsible for writing the timeline is another version of Kang the Conqueror. Yes. Yes. And he calls him, he says, he says that people called me many things. They call me He Remains. They call me a conqueror. He call me a liar. They, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. When you say they call me a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, that's true. That's um, and so there's, there's a lot of stuff going on and he basically presents them, Loki and Sylvie, with the ultimatum of you can kill me and the sacred timeline is destroyed and yeah. I will be back. In all of my many ways, yeah. or you guys can variants, yeah, yeah. or you guys can take over, and you can just run the TVA together like normal, like right. nothing ever happened. Let him. So writing this timeline is something anyone can do. So he no. So he goes through this thing he was about gonna, he was how gonna give them the power. Uh, he goes through this thing about how he's looking for. He's been doing it for so long that he doesn't want to do it anymore, and so he has been looking for the right person and laying the groundwork for the right people to figure him out and get there. Ah. That's why they're the right people because they were the ones that were able to get there. Right. And so he was he's presenting them with this choice of if you kill me cuz he gets to a point during the conversation where he calls he hits the when he says that he hits the threshold where he doesn't know what's going to happen and everything that happens now is new. Okay. And he says that uh, you can kill me, and then this everything will split. We'll have you know multiple timelines. There'll be different variants of me that are gonna figure this out or come here. And, you know, war will take place in between dimensions. He specifically right. said um, multiversal war. Yes, well, of course he did. And then uh, he said, or you can just let me you know retire in peace and go off to the sunset, and and you guys take over and and run the timeline. Have do whatever you want with it and have it. Which, of course, appeals to the ruling feeling of a Loki. Of one of them. Not necessarily. And it didn't appeal to him in the way of, oh boy, I can control everything. It appeals to him in the way of, we need to do this. Yeah. Stopping war. Oh, and that creates a schism. One Loki has growth. The other, the other, has the other ends up still experienced it yet. Still being that Loki with the same trust issues that she's always had. Yeah, and then that was the part of the, the show I didn't like. Yeah, was the two of them fighting? Um, because I was like, "Cool, you spent five episodes. Well, really, last three, four, four, three or four episodes building up this." relationship between the two of them and their trust and then just like that she's like i don't trust you anymore let's fight and i was like eh, i mean right, I yeah i mean it's also it's also one of those things where loki's are always never gonna trust anybody right and you know but it's it but he trusts her and so yeah, it, there is so, growth in a character and there was development between the two of them and you're building that this up 
their their connection between the two of them and their connection is so strong in that show and so good in that show that's that it seemed it seemed less like the right thing to do and more like a thing they had to do to move the plot Hmm, interesting. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, well, speaking speaking of their connection, I just wanted to say, remember how in episode three when they touch at the lake and and the one timeline starts to spike, mm-hmm. um, people are calling that the moment that Kang or He Who Remains knew that they were the ones to mm. take over because their okay. Nexus event was so powerful. Right. I also hated the love the thing because they yeah, they, they that, finally that... they finally kiss. Okay, we knew that was uh, which. That was the only, that was the thing that I really just it's just yeah, glorified I'm, masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you're playing with yourself at that point. Really, it was weird. weird. It just seems it's just something about weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I'm not an incest porn guy. I, <laughs> and uh, I audibly when that moment happens, I audibly was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but see so, you no, know, I back oh, well. your opinion on that for sure. But as someone who hasn't seen it and hearing the watch way it. you describe sorry, sorry sorry someone who hasn't watched it no i'm saying you should definitely still watch it oh no i'm definitely still gonna watch it for sure but as someone who hasn't hearing you describe how things fell apart between sylvie and loki i actually that sounds right because it's presenting a character with a, that has all these troubles has these issues anxiety and trust and all these things having that moment where they can choose the growth mm-hmm. and in that moment all of the baggage that they have and ho- that, that's been holding them back all this time makes one big push and takes them right and i've seen that done beautifully before in cinema i don't know if this is going to be one of those times it's, it's done very well it, it is it's just not it made me sad because it was you, you mean you kind of knew that they had to split each other, split the two of them up in some way, right? Um, they end up, you know, he he shows growth, he changes, he is the Loki now that he is, you know, at the beginning of Infinity War when he dies, basically. Right. And, so he and, was presented with that moment and took it, yeah. And yeah, he wants to do it because it's the right thing, right? Uh, yes. She wants she wants to kill him because she he, wants he, to kill him. He basically. Well, she wants like to he's kill, standing in way now. She wants to kill him because he who remains basically controls free will. Yeah. And she's like, if we kill him, then people can choose to be, live free and be free. Right. There are no more, there's no more there's pruning no more, variants. Yeah, there exactly. Letting variants No more pruning timelines. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they fight. Um, she eventually gets his hands on his hemp pad and sends him on his way, sends, sends Hiddleston on his way. And- Which we, we can remark on that moment in a, in a second. I want to I get back to that. Yeah. But, uh, and she kills him. Yeah, she kills uh, He Who Remains. And he looks at her and he goes, so this is it, huh? And then he just kind of goes, I'll see you soon. And dies. And there's the big bad for phase four. And there's the big bad yeah. for the rest of... Of this arc, I think yeah. this is. I think this is legit setting up the beginning of the new saga that they're doing. Um, I I think one of the best acting moments in all of this is at the very end when it's that push in on Tom Hiddleston, and he is reconciling with the fact that he now know what knows what it feels like to be betrayed after he's done nothing but betray people his right. whole life. And That's now, poetic. It yeah. is. It, it it very much is. But okay. So that's basically 
That's basically what happens. Um, I want to I want to jump into some quick theories real quick. Um, I'll start off because okay. I'm really excited. Shoot! Oh, should we tell them about the end with? Uh, oh yes. Owen Wilson with Mobius. Oh yes, and then at the very end, Tom Hiddleston's Loki is back in a TVA facility, and he runs up to Mobius and he tries to tell Mobius everything, and Mobius is like, "Who are you? What's your rank? You're clearly an analyst." And then like it pans over to this statue of Kang. Okay, yeah, in the TVA. In the TVA. And you get it that Loki's in a different universe at a different TVA, talking to a different Mobius, who is also examining all the timelines breaking. And there's a big big shot of all the timelines actually going off. Yeah, him and, him and Hunter uh, B-15 yeah. are there talking about trying to figure out what to do. Kang works fast. Oh, shit. What? Bismarcky died. Oh, no. Yeah. I heard I heard he was not doing good. 57 years old. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Rest Bismarcky. Man. Um, but yeah, that is uh Wow. You know that is Loki. I knew that it was I knew that it was gonna happen, and I was kind of apprehensive that Kang was gonna get confirmed because in the comics, Kang kind of really wasn't all that, at least from the ones I read. Well, so Kang Kang is still a scientist, and there are still other variants of Kang. Kang was the one to discover the different timelines and stuff like that. I think his first appearance is Avengers number fifty-seven, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Okay, um, and and his whole story, of, I believe, is in that issue as well. It might be it might be in some further issues down the road. But Kang is definitely a presence. Kang definitely has. A ton of different variants. Um, there's like an Ultron variant of him, and all kinds. Oh, of, wow! All kinds of different shit. It's wild how many different variants of Kang there are. But that being said, I think that since he didn't directly name himself as Kang, the Conqueror, he mm-hmm. called himself He Who Remains. I think Kang is just one specific variant. Oh, absolutely. Of he who remains and this is this is what this is what i'm getting at i think what this is what this has done and it just hasn't been announced yet is that this sets up jonathan majors to play several different marvel villains oh wow going forward that's my theory okay i because because um because like uh for example like the female variant of loki her name isn't loki she goes by sylvie Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so like there's all these there's all these different things that they could do like um one of the variants doesn't necessarily have to go by Kang he could go by Victor Von Doom Ooh. which is what I'm really hoping that they somehow set up to where like I think it would be so sick to just see all of this lead into a fucking like big Secret Wars event because that's what I think this is setting up I think this is setting up Secret Wars give me Battle World yes. I think I think this is setting up Secret Wars. I don't know if it's going to set up the Secret Wars from the 80s or if they're going to try to more modernize it a little bit and go with the Secret Wars run that Hickman did in like 2015. As long as we get the Beyonder, I'm happy. Exactly. As long as we get the Beyonder, as long as we get like Miles Morales and stuff like that, as long as we get the Fantastic Four, then everything is going to be in the right track mm-hmm. for Secret Wars. And so what I think would be so fucking cool is to have Doctor Doom and Kang be working together, played by the same actor, playing off against each other. Hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, th- I just think mm-hmm. you could. I just think you could do a lot of cool, interesting, neat things with that. And right. I really think this that because he specifically said says variants, I definitely think that Jonathan Majors is going to be a big player from here on out, at least for phases four, five, and six. Right. 
of the MCU. Well, you know, there's also a chance that his variants don't all look like him. Yeah, there's that's that too. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, there were so many different Lokis that looked nothing. I mean, exactly. They weren't Hiddleston. Yeah. Alligator. Yeah. Alligator Loki. Alligator Which, Loki. by the way... Not nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> not nominated for an Emmy. But I robbed, will... Absolutely robbed. I will say that right now, if I don't get more Alligator Loki in the MCU, I will be fucking pissed. <laughs> because I just... I loved it. I thought it was so dumb. I thought, I thought it was... It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, and that's and I why... I loved, loved it. That's why I loved every second of it. And I just have to say, I think Hiddleston's line read of, and just why the hell is there an alligator in here? <laughs> might be the best line read in MCU history. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just... Right up there with you're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. No, that's that's another that's another <laughs> yeah. top tier line read from the, the MCU franchise. I, yeah, that's I my like, theory. Okay, so I like that idea. Here, here was my. Here's what I really wanted to happen. I told you about this earlier. I'm gonna get your opinion on this. It didn't happen. Oh well. I wanted so badly to find out that Mobius was a Loki variant <laughs> because it made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, he sur- He's a survivor. He lived through. He got pruned to where all the Lokis are and lived. He gets Loki to believe things that he wants him to believe. He seems like he could be a Loki. He definitely has knowing. the vibe, yeah. And uh, and I wanted that to happen. There's also a really good scene. I don't know if I, you want to, can I tell you about it? Everything, I've seen everything but the last, so go ahead and tell me. <sighs> All right, there's a really cool scene in this last episode of Loki where, uh, what's her name, B-52? Um, <laughs> B-15. B-15. Um, she, is that, never mind. Um, gonna, um, oh, is she under the dock where there was a rock, a rock no, lobster, a rock, la- rock lobster. Um, what the fuck? B fifty twos, man, rock lobster. Oh my god, get out of here! You know, <laughs> hey, of you. did you guys know who Drake Bell's favorite character is in uh, Loki? Who? It's it's that that agent B fifteen because she B fifteen. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, <laughs> did you know that <laughs> that they asked Drake Bell about this? Not about, this joke. Uh, told Chris's joke last night. It's Come on, good. let's hear it. Did you know that Drake Bell testified on how, like, he because you know, like, he's a fucker, yeah, and like, like, and you know, he's on our get fucked list now, yeah, because uh, he's a, an asshole. But whatever, uh, he testified on how he. You know, did what he did, and right. uh, he, he, under under oath, he said, uh, "I never thought it would be so simple, uh, but I found a way. I found a way." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a bad joke. That's a dumb oh, joke. That is like um, the worst joke. I have a coworker that right tells me bad jokes every day on a whiteboard, and that was still the worst yep. joke I've heard. All week. <laughs> take it, take it, and chew it. Um, anyway, there's an awesome scene in the last episode of Loki where uh, B15. Uh, another another ones of the of the time police or whoever uh, chases her to a place, okay? And okay. she shows up in this time, in this universe, at a high school? Yeah, it's a high school. And she's just in an office at a high school. And he's like standing there, he's got his pruning stick. He's like, come with me, and whatever. And she's like, just wait. And he's like, no. And she's like, wait a second, and it'll, it'll explain everything. And he's like, what? And in comes... Judge Renslayer. The judge, yeah, Judge Renslayer, 
but it's not her. It's it's her ti- herself on the timeline, and she's the principal of this high school. And she's like, who the hell are you people? And why are you in my office? And this dude is like, what is happening? Because it's proving that they're all variants. And I was like, that is really cool. Holy crap. That is really cool. Yeah. But it it was, it was, it might've been the last two episodes of that show might've been the best two episodes of that show. That, that show, it kicked that show up to another level for me. Just, I cannot wait to watch it. <laughs> Do you, uh, did you, did you get it? Oh, well, that's a, that's a good thing. Cora, don't eat bugs. Don't eat bugs, folks. Yeah, unless they're covered in chocolate and or caramel. And you bought them or at an exotic peach store. Parfaits. <laughs> or, or peach parfait Kit Kat. Oh, well. Who's got video, nope, movie 20 questions? Movie 20 questions. Well, Mike was the guest last weekend, so we let him have it. Okay. And then it was going to go back into rotation. So you got it? Because um, I had it before that. Okay, so give me like three minutes. All right, let me tell you about a little story about uh, how you should never have dead air. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. Segways are weird. All right, now it's time for movie 20 questions. Why is your Wi-Fi being so shitty tonight? <laughs> I don't know. i don't know it definitely is oh man all right you two squares can start whenever did this movie come out before january 1st 2000 yes all right so before 2000 should we narrow it down let's narrow down years yeah same question 1990 did it come out before yeah january 1st 1990 yes Jesus. All right. Keep going. Same question. Well. Same question. Got to go Sandlot. Yeah. Before eighty. Uh, did it come out before nineteen eighty? Yeah. No. Okay. So between eighty and ninety. So this is this is well, this is nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. All right. All right. Why you picks an eighties movie? Chris doesn't know eighties movies. Yeah. Chris, he's never, seen, he's never seen Top Gun. Oh, my I have not. I still don't. I can't get over that. Knows the song though. Poser. The the lead actor a lister question is normally pretty good. You know what I wanted to talk about? What? How about that Val Kilmer documentary? Oh, you see the trailer for that? I'm so excited for that, dude. He's just been filming his life for like 40 years. That is the coolest thing in the world. That's really cool. Um. All right, so let's go. Should we narrow it down? Same question, but before did it come out before 1985? No. All right. All right, so that's four questions, and we know that it not before 1980, so it's 85 to 89. All right, cool. Damn, it took us too long to get there. Um, what do you think? So knowing Chris, it's got to either be. Um, I, I can't imagine it being a comedy. No, I don't think he'd go for a comedy. It's most likely, you think, a drama? I think probably an action movie. Action. Potentially well, yeah. horror. Hmm. Um, might do, be, I don't know. Do we go for a specific genre or try and come at it from another angle? Uh, let's go for a rating. Okay, yeah. Um, there's, it's probably not PG-13. 
not a lot of PG-13 movies in the 80s. Right. Um, so it's either rated R, but would rated R, I mean, I guess it would knock, is this movie rated R? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not R. All right, so I wonder if it's, I don't know, probably like the Goonies or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Isn't Josh Brolin in the Goonies? He is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that wasn't a question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't answer it with a yes. True. Um, so what do we think? What do we, where do we want to go next? Mm. Your turn. Is <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, is it a horror film? No, no horror. Hmm. Let me see. It's not rated R. I feel like if it's an action movie, Die Hard or something along the Die Hard ripoff, it's gonna be rated R. Yeah. Um. Let's go with. Ooh, oh yeah. Rated is R it a? Be horror. Damn it. <laughs> Is it a family movie? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so family movie from the 85 to 89. Should we talk about... It might be The Goonies. You think it might be The Goonies? When did The Goonies come out? I don't know. Uh, what other... Let, let's, let's see. Should we ask about... If it's a family movie, um, should we ask about animation... Sci-fi elements. Knowing if it's animated is going to really nail it down. Um, is this movie animated? No. Okay, not animated. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Live action family movie set in the late 80s. Does this movie have sci-fi elements? Yes. Okay, so sci-fi. All right, that is nine. All right, family, sci-fi, live action. Let's think. For some reason, that that film about the sentient house comes to mind. I don't know when that. Y- y- did you ever see that movie? No, it was a Disney you might movie. Have seen Monster House? <laughs> Talking about Smart House? Yeah, that one. That's that's a Disney, Disney Channel original yeah. movie. All right, so I don't um, know why that came to mind. Mon- Monster House, really good movie. Yes, um, Dan Harmon wrote that. Um, oh, <laughs> that's called a callback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let, how about? Uh, Ghostbusters could be right. I mean, Ghostbusters is rated is rated PG. Yeah, it and is. I mean, it was a family movie for sure. Yeah. You could take the whole fam, even though he says this man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. This man has no dick. God, this is a great movie. Um, <laughs> they like they like smoke like a ton in that movie. They oh, do like <laughs> chain <laughs> smokers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um. Realizing Sci- that I'm not super great on this side of the uh, questioning. <laughs> Sci-fi elements, family movie, 85 to 89. Yeah, Mike, try doing it every other week. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, so let's go with uh, sequels. That's a did, good one. Did this movie have a sequel? Yes. All right, so it had sequels. All right, so how about let's uh, ET? Like ET was earlier. Never mind. Yeah, ET was like eighty three, I think eighty two, maybe. 
Um, and then, so let me, should we talk about aliens? Well, we got sci-fi. Yeah. I don't Does think the Goonies have sci-fi in it? Because I'm thinking about the Goonies. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, it's an action. It's an adventure. Um, <laughs> Cora, help. Over there. <laughs> what do you... Hmm. Yeah, little puppers. You're going to help? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Sci-fi in the late 80s. Family movie. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. Oh wow! I'm just thinking about Ghostbusters. Come We're on, only on question <laughs> nine. Um, uh, how about? All right, so let's think about '80s sci-fi. Who could be in this movie? Uh, is this an ensemble cast? I'm gonna say no. It's been it's been forever since I've seen this movie. Oh, okay. No ensemble. So it's not Ghostbusters. Um. Because Ghostbusters is... Yeah, very much it's so. It's not called Ghostbuster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> that I is, love how that was uh, the logic. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic point, Mr. Mark. Um, I don't... Hmm. I don't know. You got any... I'm just... A-listers, Wow, maybe? I can't... Um, I, I kind of thought this would be kind of easy thought it would be kind of easy did anything star wars come out of that area <laughs> uh no all right no jedi came out in 83 um how about hmm i don't know man um any- i want to i want to address you guys are leaning too heavily into the sci-fi there are sci-fi elements in the film i was gonna oh. ask is there is there a lot of, is there comedy Yes. Comedic sci-fi elements. Okay. Okay. Comedy with sci-fi elements. So how about, let's think about who is in comedy movies. All right. Comedy fan. Eddie Murphy's not in his family movies yet. Yeah. Not yet. still doing funny movies. Um. I gave I gave a whole breakdown of Eddie Murphy's career the other day because I saw an Adventures of Pluto Nash mm-hmm. DVD and I was like, oh my god, this fucking movie! And somebody was like, what? And I was like, okay, so backstory on Eddie Murphy. And then I explained <laughs> all of like his, <laughs> his troublesome '80s. And then I was like, and then he tried to rebrand himself as a kid star in the '90s. And then he was trying to rework his way back into like being in adult movies. And then he comes out with Pluto fucking Nash, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Was that movie like supposed to be like serious, like taken seriously? I think I so. I think so. Yeah. Um, is is can I ask? Do you, can I go? Can I yeah. No, please. I'm take the lead on this, man. I'm sucking at this. Is Rick Moranis in this movie? Yes. Hell yeah! <laughs> what is it? Hell yeah! All right, all right. Rick Moranis. So we've got we've got Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Um, we've got a Little Shop of Horrors. Um, we've got well, he is in Ghostbusters. Also. Um, but it's no, not no, no ensemble. Ensemble. Um, what else is classic? What's classic Moranis? Little, you ever see Little Giants? It's, little Gi- <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not Little Giants, but it's a great movie. Um, he he sighed and said, "Yes, he is." Like it's like man, like it's a big giveaway. Yeah, like we should be um, able to get a next guess. So I'm gonna say it's 
either Honey, We Shrunk the Kids I'd say or we, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, let's go ahead and just burn two, see if we can, because if it's not those, then we're barking up the wrong tree. Steve Martin in this movie? No. Okay, then it's not Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Um, or wait. Oh, wait. Ooh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Was that the first one? Or was Honey, I... No, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Again was the sequel, wasn't but it? But wasn't there one about making the kid really big? I'm sure it wasn't the first one. I could have sworn Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was the first in that franchise. I, th- I don't think it was. I don't remember, though. Is this movie about shrinking children? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should have just fielded uh, the guess at that point. All right. Is Honey I Shrunk the Kids? It is. <laughs> All right. yeah. It is Honey. It is Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Heck yeah! I knew I shouldn't nice. have given you guys the sci-fi hint, but uh, I knew if I didn't, you guys are going to be barking down the wrong road. I would have got there. I'd ask comedy of more comedy elements yeah. eventually. But I, I, I kind I was, of assumed that was all Alex's movie. win right there. I was I was panicking and I was because like we I had just had you know seconds to, right. <laughs> to think of something and I was like I was like what's an eighties movie and then I was like Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> it was a good one because Phil always is like he never picks eighties movies. So. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Phil. I picked one and they still got it right. <laughs> there you go, Phil. <laughs> Poor Phil. Now listen to this episode like. Every like thirty minutes, somebody's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck off, Phil." Oh well, it's okay, Phil. We love you and we miss you, and we're excited to have you back I'm on sorry. the next episode. That's true. Yes, I'm take my chair. But for now, yep. unfortunately, episode forty-eight has come to a close. It has. Yep. This has been the Thoughts from the Basement podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Cunningham. You can follow me on Twitter at KWK1223. You can also follow the Thoughts from the Basement podcast on Twitter at TFTBpod. You can also email us your comments, your questions, your Movie 20 question suggestions at TFTBpod at gmail.com. Alex! Yes. Mr. Mime. Why are you doing that? Where can people find you at? You're just staring off into space. <laughs> I know. You weren't like even you were looking just the at villain. Him. Like, like, you, like you just saw the twist in a Shyamalan movie. You're yeah, just staring. That I didn't call in the first six minutes. You're just like, oh my God. <laughs> he was just staring. Like, oh my God, the grandma's the toaster. Oh, <laughs> How does that happen? He's so, tal- He's so talented. Um, you, can, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, at who's Alex Mark? Who's Alex Mark is this? And you can come say hello and follow me on Twitter because I like, I like the Twitters. Uh, you can also listen to my podcast uh, called The Great Task. Mm. Episode two is coming out on Monday. Nice. Um, so yeah, got another one. I'm pretty, now. pretty jazzed about. Um, got episode two. I had to re-record. Yeah. You so were I figured me. out what happened. I apparently kicked the cables in the middle of recording. Oh no! And it switched to my laptop mic. Oh, oh shit! And no. So like like halfway through the episode, you just hear like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I gotta record everything again. So I, I did it twice. Um, you can also check us out at Casey's Music Alley. Yes, and, and yes. come see come see some stand up. Yes, boys tell every jokes and they're good. Thir- every Thursday, every Thursday night, we're having a big showcase event for uh, a local comic. Yes, um, it's gonna be his 29th. birthday on the 29th. Uh, it's yes. only five bucks to get in, so come out support some local comedy if you're in the area. Hell yeah, hell yeah! And Mike, one more time, tell us all about those gateway plugs. Just go shop at the store; it's yeah. really good. He's right. Fair enough. And now it's time to end this movie or show with a quote from a movie that we talked about. And uh, oh yeah, I, I think go I got ahead. it. I think you got, I got it. You yeah. got a Honey I Shrunk the Kids quote? 
Yeah. Um. <laughs> Honey! <laughs> Honey! I shrunk the kids! <laughs> Is that really the end? Yes, <laughs> right. it is really the end. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Yeah.